You're listening to Hymns Illustrated, where hymns are explored, appreciated, and illustrated through stories, testimonies, and edifying conversation. I'm your host and fellow hymn fan, Kristen Eifeldano. I am starting this episode with a little story about something that happened to me this morning, and it's something I shared with my newsletter list right before I started recording this podcast. But I was unloading the dishwasher this morning, and all of a sudden, I broke into song, Anywhere with Jesus I Can Safely Go, Anywhere He Leads Me in This World Below. And I was just surprised at how easily the hymn of the month just flowed from my heart. And that was a reminder that God, no matter where we are in every day, even if it's at home, God is there with us. And there's nowhere we can go where He is not there. And that was so comforting. And it just helped me face the day with more confidence and just more ready to meet the day. And I know that that moment was a gift from God, no doubt at all. And it was just more evidence that God's plan for our spiritual growth does include psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Colossians 3.16, right? And if you haven't taken a look yet at our hymn of the month, Anywhere with Jesus, I encourage you to do that over at hymnsillustrated.com. At the top of the page, you will see uh, it just says hymn of the month, and I change that out every month. So no matter when you are listening to this episode, you can see what our current hymn of the month is, and you can see that there. Or if you have not subscribed to my newsletter, you can do that as well at hymnsillustrated.com slash guide. So when you go to that link, you will subscribe to the hymn of the month and be the first to know whenever there is a new hymn to study in a hymn resource page. But you will also get a free devotional guide to help you start doing hymn study on your own. And that hymn is How Firm a Foundation. And it's a great hymn to start with. It's packed with scripture, and there's just a lot of devotional uh, thoughts and scriptural truth in there. And you will get that if you go to hymnsillustrated.com slash guide. Again, hymnsillustrated.com slash guide. And I wanted to make sure you knew that because since I've started regular hymn study to supplement my Bible study, of course, it's not a replacement for Bible study at all. I've noticed a real difference in moments like that, just when I'm doing the dishes or or laundry or, or driving, I will break out into song, but it's not about um, the music per se. It is about the message, and I'm remembering scriptural truth. And my heart is more peaceful as God's truth just cements itself more into my heart and just helps me think more about Him throughout the day. There is definitely a value um, and a benefit, a spiritual benefit from, from studying hymns. And that is what I am what I am all about here at Hymns Illustrated. And doing this podcast, the website, the membership where I create resources to help you study hymns more, this is why I do it. So you will remember scriptural truth throughout the day. It is something I don't, I don't think a lot of people do. I don't know what the numbers are at all, um, but I want to encourage as many people as I can to do that. All right, let's get started 
First of all, today with talking about our hymn of the month, Anywhere with Jesus. Our hymn, Anywhere with Jesus, has a few distinguishing anecdotes behind it. First, it was written backwards. The music came first. Composer Daniel Towner was inspired by Dwight L. Moody's sermon on the theme, Anywhere with Jesus, and he thought that would make a great him. So he wrote music he felt conveyed that message. He then turned to hymn writer Jesse Pounds to write the words. Normally it's completely backwards and the other way. Second, this hymn was written by two different people. Jesse wrote stanzas one, two, and five. And of course, when she wrote it, it was stanzas one, two, and three. And then fast forward 30 years later, and Helen Alexander wrote stanzas three and four. Helen's maiden name was Cadbury, and yes, I am talking about that Cadbury, and she was an heiress to the Cadbury chocolate fortune. Her true legacy, however, was not in sweets, but in her sweet service to Christ. As a girl, she and her school friends, one school friend of hers, her best friend, invited their entire school to read the Bible with them, and 80 classmates accepted Christ. They even sewed pockets into their dresses so they could carry their Bibles with them everywhere. She continued her faithful service into adulthood and founded the Pocket Testament League, which to this day, and I believe she called it the Pocket Testament League even when she was a little girl. And to this day, that league still exists and shares the gospel through the giving of Bibles. And Helen's story, I wanted to make sure I mentioned this, it's especially endearing to children's hearts, and it's child-friendly, and that is available inside the Hymns Illustrated membership for kids. And what makes it especially endearing is it tells the story of Helen as a, as a young girl and how she came to know the Lord as her Savior when she first heard the gospel, and then how she told her friend, her best friend, and then her best friend was saved. And um, it's inspiring. It shows children that they can love Christ and serve Christ and that the gospel is for them as well. All right, before we go further into this, I wanted to expand on this hymn story a little bit more and tell you something else behind the scenes here. And just a couple of fun facts here. When I write these hymn stories for the devotional guide for members, as well as the free hymn of the month resource page, I don't put everything in there. I I usually go down a rabbit trail and find out so many fun things. And then I have to choose what to actually put in there uh, for space reasons. And also I, you know, my job is not to write you a whole book about it. Uh, But a couple of fun facts is Jessie Pounds, you may want to Google her and look her up, uh, Jessie Brown Pounds. So she was single until she was about 36 or so and um, just seems like a really neat lady. And she was a newspaper editor, a magazine editor too, I believe. And she wrote novels and poetry and has an interesting life from Indiana, I believe. Not entirely sure on that, but I believe it's Indiana. And then uh, Helen Cadbury Alexander married 
Charles Alexander, who was the music director for Evangelist R.A. Torrey. And together they founded that Pocket League or, or reestablished it, I guess you could say. All right, so now let's go ahead and look at the hymn study outline. And we are going just to break down, we're going to just break down the hymn and look at each stanza and see what scriptural truth we find there. Anywhere with Jesus teaches us that with Jesus, we are safe and satisfied, we are complete and understood, and with Jesus, we have help, purpose, courage, peace, and a home in heaven. Listen as I read. Anywhere with Jesus, I can safely go. Anywhere he leads me in this world below. Anywhere without him, dearest joys would fade. Anywhere with Jesus, I am not afraid. Anywhere, anywhere, fear I cannot know. Anywhere with Jesus, I can safely go. Anywhere with Jesus, I am not alone. Other friends may fail me, he is still my own. Though his hand may lead me over drearest ways, anywhere with Jesus is a house of praise. Anywhere with Jesus, I need fear no ill. Though temptations gather round my pathway still, he himself was tempted that he might help me. Anywhere with Jesus, I may victor be. Anywhere with Jesus over land and sea, telling souls in darkness of salvation free, ready as he summons me to go or stay. Anywhere with Jesus when he points the way. Anywhere with Jesus I can go to sleep, when the darkening shadows round about me creep, knowing I shall waken never more to roam. Anywhere with Jesus will be home, sweet home. We see so many themes and doctrinal concepts in the lyrics to this hymn. We see the presence of Jesus and how he is everywhere we go. We see that there is safety in Christ. And by safety, I am not necessarily talking about protection from physical harm, but we are always protected from evil and from from sin and Satan and hell. And uh, not to say that we're not going to be tempted, but we do have that protection available to us when we are with Jesus. We also see that uh, the value of obedience and what comes from that, just the the peace and the comfort and, again, the protection that we have when we obey Christ, when we walk with him. And we also see the value of helping others because of trials that we've already been through, which is what Jesus does for us. I love the line, he himself was tempted that he might help me. And, you know, Jesus lived a a sinless life. And that's so he would not have been able to pay our, for our sin on the cross had he not done that. And that reminds us that when we are tempted or when we go through trials and we have victory, we then have we then have something that we can share with others to encourage them and help them. Uh, we also see the value of of sharing the gospel, the Great Commission, and we um, again we're aware of the peace that Jesus gives. There's so much that we see in this. Jesus is our helper. Um, 
what it looks like, how, how waiting for God's direction is such an integral part of the Christian life. And that's something that scripture promises um, a reward for. You know, he blesses those who wait for him and he promises strength to those who wait. And we will rise up with wings as eagles. Um, it's a wonderful promise. So there's so many themes in this simple hymn that is also perfect for children. My mom is a retired school teacher and she taught at a Christian school for about 40 years. And she would teach first graders hymns. And she said they love them, even if they were sometimes concepts that we wouldn't think that they would get, and maybe they didn't. There's enough in every hymn, at least that she taught them, that they were able to understand more about Jesus from that hymn. And she would say, uh, she taught this hymn, by the way. I don't know if I made that clear, but she did teach this to her class, and it was one of their favorites. They would request it from her. And she said in some hymns that she would teach them, they would have tears in their eyes. You know, their 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 hearts were moved. And I think sometimes we forget that children are people too, <laughs> and they have hearts that um, the Lord speaks to and that they can have relationships with their Lord um, at a very young age. So, um, so much in this hymn. So let's go ahead and unpack it stanza by stanza. In the first stanza, we see that in Christ, we are safe and we are satisfied. Again, safe does not necessarily mean that we are protected from physical harm. Um, We see all the time around us, you know, that the dangers that even Christians go through and the pain, the physical pain that even Christians go through. And we think of missionaries and the dangers that they face to their physical bodies, but we know that their souls are safe and we are all protected from evil ultimately. And we are protected from hell and we have an eternal home. And so all in all, where it really matters, we are safe and we are satisfied. This uh, The line says, anywhere without him, dearest joys would fade. So no matter what we have, those precious gifts that God gives to us, even those would not be as precious. They would, the value would fade if we did not have Christ. We also see in stanzas, stanza two that with Jesus, we are complete and understood. And even those, those two words are not in this stanza, uh, it is implied this stanza is about the companionship with we, we have with Jesus and how he is our best friend. There is no friend like Jesus. And even, you know, children from old age know the feeling of what it is like to be lonely and, and the value and just the joy we have in a relationship with Christ that no other human being can fill. Um, anywhere with Jesus, I am not alone. Other friends may fail, fail me. He is still my own. So Jesus would not be the friend that he is, that is completely fulfilling if he did not understand us. And he understands us like no one else. And this makes us complete. We were made for fellowship with God. And we have that with Jesus. So ultimately, we are complete in him. And that's what I believe this stanza is expressing very clearly. 
in stanza three, we see that with Jesus, we have help. I mentioned the line, he himself was tempted that he might help me. Anywhere with Jesus, I may victor be. Uh, Jesus tempted was tempted in the desert, and that makes him the go-to person. He is 100% qualified. He is more than qualified. And we know we always have help with him. And sometimes during the day, don't you just sometimes you just feel like I can't, I can't do this. And that's true. We can't do anything. And you just cry out help. There's nothing else you can say but help. And he's there with Jesus. You always have help. In stanza four, we see that we have purpose with Jesus. This is the, a song about, a stanza about the great commission and witnessing and sharing the gospel everywhere. Here at home, Everywhere we go, to the grocery store, to the coffee shop, just having that message to share. And that is our ultimate purpose. There are a lot of books and um, training and all kinds of things that help us find our purpose and know how we, what we're really designed to do and what is our destiny. And although the specifics and the details of our purposes can vary, we all have the same purpose to share the gospel. That is all. That is our number one priority, and uh, we forget that because it's hard. Um, but that is our purpose. So, as believers, we are never without purpose. And this hymn reminds us that with Jesus, we can fulfill that purpose. He will give us the courage to do that, which we also see in stanza five with Jesus. Um, anywhere with Jesus, I can go to sleep when the darkening shadows round about me creep. And this, I think, is another way reason why this is so perfect for children, because when children go to bed, that's sometimes the scariest part. You know, it gets dark and you wonder, are there monsters under the bed? Um, I think every child goes through that phrase, or that phase. When I was young, I used to look under the bed before I went to sleep. I went through that phase, um, but this stanza reminds us that with Jesus, we can go to sleep and we have courage not only to share the gospel like we see in stanza four, but we just have courage for everyday things because life can be so scary. So we see in stanza five that we have courage, we have peace, so we can go to sleep at night and have rest. And we also see that we have a home in heaven. We have an eternal home in heaven And what makes that home so sweet is because we are with Jesus. Do you have a favorite hymn or at least a hymn that is one of your favorites? And is there a memory or a thought you associate with that hymn? Why not share it with others who listen to this podcast? To share, simply use the voice memo app on your phone to record your name, an optional fun fact about you, the name of the hymn, and why it's meaningful to you. And also, if you could read at least one stanza, that would be great. Then send the recording over to me at Kristen at hymnsillustrated.com. That's Kristen with a K and ending in E-N. Kristen at hymnsillustrated.com. And if you would rather, you can also email me your written testimonial for me to read here on the podcast. Now, I would like to close with a hymn, and usually I call this a little-known hymn, However, this I think may be familiar to you, but I know that it is not commonly sung, at least in my church, and we do sing a lot of old hymns. Um, 
So I am going to read this to you because it goes perfectly with our theme of the month and our hymn of the month, Anywhere with Jesus. This is Never Alone. Um, I think, uh, let's see here, just to be sure. Yes, Never Alone. Sometimes I get the title mixed up when it's when it's something else, but this is called Never Alone. And the author is anonymous, so that just always intrigues me, and I can't help but think that maybe someday I will know who the author is in heaven. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to read this to you. It is based on Hebrews 13.5 and other passages, but especially this one comes to mind. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have, for he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can anyone do to me? I went ahead and read verse number six there. So listen to the themes from that verse and also from our hymn of the month as I read this hymn that we don't sing as much as we probably should. I've seen the lightning flashing and heard the thunder roll. I felt sin's breakers dashing, which tried to conquer my soul. I've heard the voice of my Savior. He bid me still fight on. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. And the refrain goes like this. No, never alone. No, never alone. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. The world's fierce winds are blowing, temptations sharp and keen. I have a peace in knowing my Savior stands between. He stands to shield me from danger when all my friends are gone. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. When in affliction's valley I tread the road of care, my Savior helps me carry my cross so heavy to bear. Though all around me is darkness and earthly joys are flown, My Savior whispers his promise, never to leave me alone. He died on Calvary's mountain. For me, they pierced his side. For me, he opened that fountain, the crimson cleansing tide. For me, he's waiting in glory upon his heavenly throne. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. So definitely several repeated themes there. And with those words, it is time to go in peace. My prayer for you this week is that you will read through any hymn just once when you wake up in the morning and see for yourself how many times you remember that hymn and its truth throughout the day. Thanks for listening to Hymns Illustrated. If you were blessed by what you heard today, you can say thank you by leaving a review on iTunes, sharing the show with a friend, or by shopping at christianbook.com using the affiliate link in the show notes. All of these gestures keep Hymns Illustrated going and growing. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, keep your hymnal open.